Hi, how are you? Welcome to episode 8 of the Good Enough Human podcast in association with We Are Chester. I'm Angela Ferguson and this week I've got the honour of chatting to the professional rebel Marie-Claire Ashcroft about her important work in terms of helping people with confidence and self-discovery. There will even be a sprinkling of a fairy dust, nay a liberal sprinkling of fairy dust may I add. Hope you enjoy it. Do get in touch as ever if there's anything you want to share with us, any thoughts for future episodes of the podcast. Anyway, enough of me rambling on. I shall leave you to enjoy um, the wisdom of Marie-Claire Ashcroft. And welcome to the Good Enough Human podcast. And this week we have a guest with a difference who I'm hoping is going to energise me and you listening. Um, it gives me great pleasure to introduce Marie-Claire Ashcroft, um, also known as Professional Rebel. And she describes herself as a photographer, a confidence and self-discovery facilitator and an all-round fairy dust sprinkler, which is my favourite bit of your job title. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's brilliant. So chuffed that you agreed to chat to us because um, we at We Are Chester have admired your work for quite some time now, mainly from a distance. Um, not that we're stalking you or anything, but... <laughs> I remember bumping into you at the Storyhouse Women Weekend. I think we were just chatting, weren't we, off air, so to speak. Probably a few years ago now, but I think you, yeah, you um, left your mark on me then. It was really inspiring and you were really fun to be with and you were sort of buzzing around and it was all part of a great atmosphere and you were taking really arty, fantastic pictures and working your magic, I think, Uh is fair to say. We love fairy dust. Yeah, we love a bit of fairy dust. Um, <laughs> you can't have enough fairy dust in life, can you? That's for sure. <laughs> Definitely not. No. So, putting you on the spot now, Marie Claire, tell us a bit about what you do because we're fascinated. Um, I love spreading joy and I love showing people how awesome they are, giving them sort of permission and daring them to be the best self and um, to show up in life. Yeah, just to make the most out of life. And I know a lot of people sort of hold themselves back. Um, I used to see it a lot with my photography. You know, as soon as you stick a camera in someone's face, like literally their whole energy changes. <laughs> and um, yeah, so whether I've got a camera in someone's face or not, um, I just love to be able to show people how amazing they are. Um, I suffered from the old stinky thinking myself for many years. And I just love to be able to uplift people and remind them who they are so they can do awesome things because yeah the world needs more awesome people doing more awesome things oh wow we so do we so do no I'm I'm intrigued you mentioned stinky thinky (laughs) (laughs) I love your your the way you sort of inject energy and life into everything do you want to explain a little bit about that about stinky thinking or what you mean by that Oh, yeah, sure. Well, um, as somebody who, you know, a lot of people don't believe me when I tell them, because when you meet me, I've got lots of energy. I've got a giant smile. I am normally dressed like a rainbow. Um, (laughs) But a lot of people do not believe that I have a history of low self-esteem and depression and anxiety. And um, 
Yeah, it's just something that held me back for such a long time, not only from, you know, life successes or going after the things that were important for me, but it stole my joy. And yeah, it just was not the way to live. And eventually, you know, I thought, you know, life's too short for this sort of stuff. I need to do something about this. And, you know, part of that is stinky thinky. You know, we all have that voice in our head or numerous, depending on the occasion. Oh, yes. We have those voices. We have that energy. You know, not everyone has a voice in their head. Some people experience a shift in energy that just weighs them down whenever they want to do something. And yeah, you know, this is all learned stuff. And I just see it steal so much opportunity from people. And um, I think the world would be a much better place if we stopped listening to that voice, if we broke free from that heavy energy and just did things to, you know, spread ripples of joy and awesomeness out into the world. I love that. <laughs> that is, you see, just talking to you now has uplifted me, Mary Claire. You, I was reading, I've got to say, I was reading some of the reviews that things people have said about you. And one reviewer described you as a miracle worker. Another <laughs> review said, you have a special gift. The world needs more of you. And oh. I thought, oh, wow. What glowing commendation. We need, yeah, we need we need to clone you by the sounds of it, Mary Claire. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't think the world's ready for more than one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, gosh, the the things people say about you, because you, I know that you, you get out and about and well, pre-lockdown and yeah. do lots of different workshops, work with people, uplift mm -hmm. people. I think you do sort of personal branding sessions as well where you yeah work with people to get the best out of them and you can mm -hmm. see from the photos when because for, for any if you're listening now um Mary Claire's got lots of different social media channels which we'll, we'll cover later to make sure you can look in on those and enjoy for yourself some of the amazing uplifting photos and creative photos you you clearly oh, do you. have that gift so thank um, you <clears throat> well, it's really important to me because um, one thing that held me back when I first set up my first business um, was not sort of having any faith in myself. So I, you know, I sort of repeated patterns pre-business life of doing what I thought I should and not having the confidence to trust my own ideas. And then once I got past that, I started seeing it in other business owners. So that's the sort of side of the personal branding that I do because I've managed to connect with a lot of, you know, it yourself from the events we go to and online sort of networking. You meet a lot of people who have got amazing ideas. They want to change communities. They want to uplift others. They want to change their, change the world in their own special way, you know, and changing the world doesn't have to be, you know, this massive, you know, will change, you know, you don't have to be Tony Robbins or someone like that. You can change your community, you can change your school, you can change people, you know, on a one-to-one -one level. And like I said, that ripple effect of, you know, one person at a time. And again, that sort of stinky thinking was coming into these people and they weren't even able to sort of fully show up and be noticed in their businesses. And it's like, well, if you can't put yourself out there, if you can't get your business noticed, you're not going to make that impact that you want. So I work on sort of many levels of this sort of uplifting and, yeah, just sticking a rocket up people's butts, basically. <laughs> <laughs> 
and and many of us need that and i think you know we the elephant in the room we can't get away from the fact we're recording this in the midst of third lockdown uh, we've been through over a year now of pandemic and i was reading um an article online that a friend shared just minutes before we sort of started recording the podcast talking about the impact that this third lockdown has had on people. And I could relate to it so much. Things like forgetting why you went into a room. I've been doing that so much lately and, mm. and ups and downs. One minute I'm feeling really positive and focused. The next minute I'm really flat and really struggling and feeling a bit rubbish. Um, so I think I was hoping that you might spread some of that joy via the podcast <laughs> and maybe share any tips to, to help um, if you're listening now and thinking, oh, gosh, yeah, I'm fed up. How am I going to cope? It's going to be a little bit longer yet before things sort of roll out and get back to normal. And there could be yeah. a bit more of an impact on going. How do we sort of grab life back and any tips, any thoughts there? Yeah, well, totally. Well, I'm sorry you've been feeling like that, but it's totally common. So if anyone's listening is sort of relating to that, it is really, really common. And like one of the things that I really share, you know, um, is basically, you know, it's not just about being happy all the time. You know, people misconstrue sort of my vibe sometimes, you know, because I don't, I don't come across as, as super sort of, straight face serious about my work and I think sometimes people can misconstrue me as being a bit zany and I'm not about what I call roll, rolling poop in glitter you know <laughs> <laughs> it's about you've got to ex accept that um these so I'm using inverted commas now that negative emotions you've got to let them them come as well and this third lockdown I'll admit it as well has been really tough and I've struggled with the with the darker um, nights, you know, obviously we're getting past that now, but, you know, around Christmas time, around the new year, I really struggled myself. And what I just want to say is ignore all the sort of go, go, go productivity. You've got to be doing a lot and allow yourself to feel that slump occasionally, because the more you resist things sometimes, the more they persist. And um, I describe this like a beach ball. You know, every time you sit in the swimming pool and you push down a, a beach ball for a bit of fun, you know, your arms get tired yep. and you're trying to force this down and eventually your arm will get tired. The beach ball will smack you in the face. And I find that's the same with sort of trying to suppress any um, any negative feelings. You know, it's part of life. You've got to have the good. You've got to have the bad. And again, I'm using this loosely. So go easy on yourself if you're having a slump. Just give yourself a day, 48 hours and go, all right, you're an unwelcome house guest. You may stay here for 48 hours and then you may move on. Um, and just remember to do things that are fun. Um, it's a very sort of serious time. We don't know what's going on, especially this time last year when everything was happening. You know, we didn't know whether we'd all be here this time next year. So yeah. just remember to do the things that light you up, um, put some music on, have a dance, um, cook your favourite food, phone, phone somebody. Um, I suggested to somebody who I'm working with at the moment, um, you know, those sorts of feelings like, you know, when you're having a bad day and you don't want to be a burden to anyone and you yeah. don't want to phone them up and bring them down. So yeah. my um, suggestion to this person is, 
when you're in that headspace, part of the sort of stinky, thinky, heavy energy is taken over. So you're not acting from your true self. So what I would say for that is when you're in a good mood, think about like five people who you would normally think would be quite happy to hear from you. Make a little list when you're in a good place. And then when you are in that sort of more negative vibe, look at that list and go, oh, such and such probably will like to hear from me. Now your head will probably be like, oh, I don't want to be a burden or anything like that. But you wrote that list when you were in a good place. And so you should trust the energy that you came with that intention than where you are at now. Because a lot of the time people, you know, if you are struggling, I'm sure people would like to hear from you. Even if you don't talk about your problems, you know, just hearing somebody else's voice might actually just shift you out that funk basically. Yeah, you're you're so right. That's brilliant advice. Brilliant advice because I found that if I push myself to like I don't know um, have a walk with a friend, a socially distanced walk, even around mm-hmm. the local park, I feel energized because of it. It's like that sort of bouncing off each other and a different yeah. face, getting some fresh air as well. That all helps, doesn't it? So it that's brilliant. Fresh air. Yeah, the nature, fresh air, even when it's chucking it down. You know, just put the right clothes on. You know wear extra layers you know put your wellies on just you know it just changes you just change your environment because I think sometimes you you know you're you go into into this like negative vortex of heavy energy and 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 it's just important to remember just got to move out of it and that's why I recommend dancing but like you said nature seeing somebody else bouncing your energy off and I think that's the hard bit about these lockdowns is you don't have that you know it doesn't come across the same on zoom quite the same way and I think just having that you know energetic exchange um even even going to the supermarket you know what what I miss now is just chatting utter rubbish to strangers you know my mum would tell me off for talking to strangers <laughs> but just that energy exchange even introverted people need to be speaking to you know just having that yeah absolutely and I've I've heard it said so much, and I again I can relate to this myself. I think I heard Philippa Perry uh, talk about how that socialising muscle kind mm-hmm. of gets a bit out of practice, and you start to think, don't you? Right, we're going to come out of lockdown, and <gasps> the thought of going out and socialising and chatting with loads of people it can be freak us out a bit. So, <laughs> yeah, totally. we're... You know, I had um somebody asked me to come on on their podcast a a few weeks ago and I genuinely had a panic about you know thinking have I even forgotten how to speak you know oh am I still coherent (laughs) (laughs) am I just gonna grunt (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh we've almost we've gone into our own little cocoons haven't we in many ways and it's sort of like tentatively I suppose gently coming out of them with help from wonderful people like you to inspire us and give us that confidence which is that's that's a big word and that's something you're you're really passionate about is that Mm. right with running workshops and helping people with confidence yeah yeah I mean is it anything you particularly you'd like to share there what would I like to share well it's it's quite funny because I sort of you know I mentioned earlier um about sort of having a background in in low self-esteem and depression and anxiety and that was something I grew up with for a long time but the funny thing was is I was always 
everyone perceived me as confident because of the clothes that I wore and the sort of energy you know and for a lot of it it was it was a mask you know going back to that not wanting to be a burden to people I didn't want people to know that I was struggling so I you know it was an element of people pleasing but it was also an element of like oh well I don't really want people to know the real me and it was a lot of imposter syndrome and stuff like that and when I realized this was an issue it actually started off with with me thinking that you know the thing that was important to me was happiness you know I went on a mission to people have referred to me as the happiness ninja and that's sort of the project that I was doing earlier it was about happiness but it's it's really important you know what I've found in the sort of journey to to happiness is the things that make you happy are knowing who you are because you can keep making choices but if you don't know who you are and you don't accept who you are then you're going to make a lot of wrong decisions. I made a lot of wrong decisions following sort of society's path of go to school, go to university, get a job, you know, don't focus on what what you enjoy, focus on the money, that sort of thing. And I followed a path that wasn't me. And the further I went away from my true self, the more my depression was, you know, prevalent in my life. And going back to the confidence side, is I realized that my message was actually deeper than happiness. It's actually confidence and it's finding out who you are, liking that person, but also accepting that, you know, we've got so-called flaws and, you know, we think that people won't accept them, but you've, it's, it's just about acceptance. And so, so for me, you know, confidence is actually being able to own who I am, not just put this front up that people think is confident. It's actually, you know, embodying that and, and yes, it sort of it all clicks into place suddenly when you're when you're not pretending to, to be a certain way to be accepted or liked or, you know, to tick the boxes that we're meant to. So, yeah, it's kind of a roundabout way, but I hope that that made sense. <laughs> yeah. And um, that chimes in with um, I think on your website, I read a review um of a lady that you worked with sorry I can't remember her name but she talked about how you worked with her to come up with photos that demonstrated Mm -hmm. who she was and Mm -hmm. she she talked about it being really positive on so many levels but also in that it would give potential clients a clear impression of who she was about what she was to be you know owning her her um, dynamism and who she was and if anyone was put off by those photos then that worked out for the best. It was a good way of sort of um, connecting with the right people, her tribe, if that doesn't sound too hippie-ish. It's totally true because, um, you know, we live in such a visual society um, with adverts and images on Instagram and all over social media. And, you know, they say a picture speaks a thousand words. And also we see people branding and their images and everything before we even read the words so mm-hmm. and we don't realize there's so much non-verbal sort of communication and I think by expressing that I, I do that on my own website um I feel like my website is like Marmite you're either gonna go oh my goodness where has this woman been my whole life or uh-uh, she's too nutty not for me and that that just that's great from a you know a business perspective because you don't want to waste your time speaking to people that aren't the right fit who you're not going to enjoy working with anyway. So why not attract, you know, be like a a, a lamp to a moth or something and attract <laughs> people that are right for you. And it's the same with not just business, you know, by accepting who I am and 
embodying that person, I've been able to attract friendships and business opportunities and experiences from the people who are just going to, you're going to enjoy being around those people rather than having to put up a front or, or wondering whether these people like you or not. Yeah, I I mean, I, I find you incredibly refreshing because I, I seem to recall we we had a bit of a, I don't know, it was an online brief interaction recently about LinkedIn, for example. And <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, what, how do we say it nicely? But it can seem in some places a little bit playing it safe and, yeah. and, you really stand out and I'm seeing more content that really stands out. And I'm, I'm trying in my own little way to do that as well. But to me, that that's what attracts me to your sort of business and branding and the people you work with, because you, you are, yeah, true to yourself. Mm -hmm. And, um, like you say, it resonates and you kind of find yeah. your tribe, don't you? And that's really powerful. And, you know, little things like it does make me smile. Obviously, I can't say the, the title in full here, but you have an F It Book It Friday event, which <laughs> is I'm proud of myself there remembering to say that correctly. Obviously, I haven't said the full word there, but <laughs> it <runs with> it. <laughs> yeah, I think we know, don't we? <laughs> But yeah, I mean, that is ace. And you've you've even managed to carry that on through lockdown as well, haven't mm -hmm. you? Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? I love that. Yeah, well, that started um, basically a few years ago. I noticed that a lot of grown-ups were not having as much fun as children. And part of happiness and part of enjoying life is to remember to have fun and embrace creativity and stuff like that. And... I started an event called Unicorn Club, which was grown-ups kids parties. Um, <laughs> I love that. You know, why should kids have all the fun? So it was inviting <laughs> adults along to leave all of their grown-ups problems at the door and come and play and just embrace their inner child. And before I let them come into the event, I didn't want them taking in relationship problems. I didn't want them taking in money woes or anything that was on their mind. I wanted them to be as free as possible. So I said, before they come into the event, They've got to put their problems in the mm -mm bucket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, some people found it really cathartic, you know, before they'd even come and colour in or bounce around on a space hopper. They were, um, you know, space hopper jousting is a thing. Honestly, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, they, they would spend like a good 10 minutes like on scribbling out and screwing up these problems, chucking them in the bucket and scribbling. I was like, come on, you can come in and play. <laughs> and then one day I actually had a, had a rummage through the bucket and I just was interested in, you know, what sort of things were people, you know, keen to leave behind. And there were like about eight different themes. There was, you know, money, relationships, family, career, friendships, um, self-identity. And, you know, this is an absolutely full bucket full of people's woes, but everything fits into these categories. And so I thought perhaps there are things that people aren't talking about as much as they should do. And maybe people don't realise that we are a lot more similar than, than we think. You know, I used to feel like I was the odd one out for a long time. And so I just thought, well, let's start talking about these things. So I started a, a live chat show on Facebook and it initially started where I got a special guest in and they literally were invited to, to have a rummage in my bucket, whatever came out. Yeah. <laughs> um, whatever came out. 
was what we needed to talk about that day. And it's sort of leaving it, you know, going back to being a bit hippie-ish, but whatever. It literally yeah. leaving it to the power of the universe to decide what we were going to talk about. So there was no plan. There was no need for prep. And we would just give my insight, their insight, and our worldly experience. Um, and somebody always, I guarantee somebody always needed to hear whatever we spoke about, whether it wow. was the person watching on Facebook. Sometimes it was the person sitting next to me. And sometimes it was even the words would come out my mouth. I was like, goodness, I needed that advice. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and yeah, so it just started. It became a chat show. And it's it's been great because, you know, we were able to continue it over lockdown. I just brought my partner on and said, you are my weekly guest for <laughs> however long this carries on. <laughs> Oh, it's oh. it's absolutely brilliant. I love that concept. Absolutely love it. And I know that I think somewhere I've read that you've written about yourself as well is that you are an empath. Now, Antonia yeah. and I, she she couldn't make it today. She's gutted. But Antonia okay. and I on the podcast, we're, we're quite spiritual. We're quite hippie-ish, mm-hmm. if you like. We're open to all yeah. things like that and the universe and yeah. sending out positive vibes. So, yeah, can you tell us a bit more about that, that empathic side of you or...? Um, yes, well, it's something that I didn't realise was was like a superpower, basically. I realised that I started using it in my photography because I initially started as an event photographer. And like I said, there was just something about being able to feel when people's energy shifted or or their self-doubt kicked in. Um, like literally, I, I can see micro expressions and energy shifts in people when when the voice of doubt kicks in or or when suddenly you know just something changes in them and they become anxious or 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 worried or and I I seem to know what to do to sort of bring them out of it so wow you know I didn't realize that was my superpower but but yeah I've I've done it all my life um I remember I I can't remember how I got into it but I I volunteered to be a a classroom assistant when I was a sixth former um, and I was helping in German class and the t- teacher actually said, oh, you know, you can give a bit of the lesson if you want. And um, <laughs> she actually she actually pulled me up at the end and said, I-, I don't know how, because you didn't actually know any of these children. But, you know, you didn't go straight to um, answer the question. You know, when I asked a qu- question and the kids would put their hands up, I didn't actually go for the one that would probably be like, me, 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 me. I could see which kid wanted to answer but didn't have the the courage to do so wow and I you know she she just said you managed to just be able to pick that up and read people so gosh so yeah be careful what you're thinking around me (laughs) I'm I'm nervous now (laughs) (laughs) but now I'm only joking It's it's been an absolute just you know an epic skill it's not something that you learn you know it's not something I can put on 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 a cv or you know linkedin you know I'm, I'm really good at well maybe you could but you know at the workshops that I do you know I can I can see when somebody is maybe needs their needs an approach tailoring a little bit different you know and and again that's been commented by people who visited my workshops they'll, they'll be like I just love the way you knew not to push me or let me take a different route and so Gosh. So yeah, that, that's empath- you know being empathetic is is just being able to sort of speak a language without words. I guess is the best way to to put that. You know, what, to, to what feel. Gift. Thank you. 
<laughs> that's, that's fantastic. It just fits in so well with, with what you do. And um, you seem to me to be making such a difference in the world. And it's, um, oh, gosh, you. yeah, what, what a thrill it must be to, as you say, to go on that path, to be able to do yeah. something that you absolutely love and helping people. Yeah. But it's not come without its challenges. Like I said, I've got the, the past of low self-esteem. So my progress has been more like a cha-cha-cha in that I'll take a step forward and then I'll probably take about six back, you know, especially in the past and had a lot of self-sabotage. I had a lot of imposter syndrome. I had a lot of um, lack of trust in my own ability, um, especially because a lot of my ideas are a bit out there sometimes. They always end up being needed, but they're not always the done thing. And so I had a lot of doubt around that. And so, you know, it took a lot to get to where I am now, which is kind of why I want to sort of spread the goodness. You know, I had to do a lot of this on my own. And I've just um, I've just started um, a community called the um, Courage and Confidence Crew, and um, yeah, it's it's just because, like I said earlier, there are people who want to do you know to use their sort of gifts or even find out what their gifts are or their passions or their purpose, or have the courage to sort of step out of the the, the box that they've put themselves in, whether that's a career or you know a, a, a role and to sort of give them the sort of inspiration to, so we're doing that together at the moment and just being able to to go well I've done this and it hasn't been easy but you don't have to do it by yourself oh that sounds brilliant because I've, I've read about um your the group that you've set up courage and confidence crew yeah <laughs> so if if um someone's listening now and they're interested in finding out more about either this or any other of the wonderful workshops and, and services that you offer how can they do that how can they best get in touch so the best place is either my website um yeah sure it's professionalrebel.co.uk and also Facebook, I seem to, you know, procrastinate on that particular scroll hole quite a lot. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just, I, I know we're running out of time and I, I need to let you go and in, live your life. It's <laughs> <laughs> run <But> so quickly. <laughs> it's flown by. Um, any future plans that you can share with us that we might want to look <clears throat> out for in the future? Well, um, before lockdown, um, we were actually planning a big comeback of Unicorn Club, which ah. I think now is, is going to be much needed as soon as we're allowed to. So yes. I've got um, I've got a helper to help me market that. Future plans is to, to grow the Courage and Confidence crew, basically. It's, um, you know, it's a community where we have, have sort of weekly meet, mentoring sessions with me um, via Zoom and there's what we call what's now been called as brave flicks so instead of netflix it's brave flicks and i'm basically ah. a whole content library of just my sort of tips and courses and pdfs and we've got guest experts coming in you know to help with well, you know I, i'm not an expert in everything so i've managed to build up a good connection of people around the world on my travels who are able to teach, you know, the self-development, the courage, the, you know, just finding your purpose, all that sort of stuff that I teach to just create a big library and community of, of people who want to do awesome things. Um, so, so it's just growing that and getting that more out into the world now. So Wow. It sounds incredible. <laughs> it, it's, it's incredible. I, I love it. I love the people that we've got in there and 
so is it a case of you can join and you can just join and, and stay with it for as long as you need or is there a set period of time um, well, what I found is it's um, you come to, if people come into one of my workshops, they'd have a great time. They get this insight. They fill up with lots of inspiration. Like, yeah, right. I'm going to go and, and do this great thing. And then life happens. And yeah. you, you, you will know this from any sort of self-development workshop you've been to. You have all this great. Um, what's I'm trying to think of the word. You have this insight. You want to get going. But then life happens or your old habits kick in. And then next thing you know, you're like, probably beating yourself up because you're not putting together doing the work that you thought you were going to so this is an ongoing thing that it's a it's a membership you can stay as long as you want and you know as long as you're the right person who fits in you know send an application let me you know let me know that you want to join and we've got a good crew of people it's not just me cheering people along we've got some great people already checking up on each other for accountability and saying that they're going to do what they're going to honestly I couldn't have imagined it to be this good. Oh, it sounds wonderful. Yeah. Oh, it sounds much needed at this particular point in time, especially. So Definitely. I think as the world opens up, I think people have had a lot of time to think about what they're doing with our time on, on the planet. And so, you know, as soon as the world opens up, I think people are going to be raring to go. So we can get yeah. yourself out and, and stuff precious. like that. Yeah, yes. life is precious, isn't it? And we need to embrace it and make the most of it. And um, is there anything you'd like to add before we finish up, Mary Claire? <laughs> Ooh, yeah, just a reminder to, to have fun. You know, anything you do, put that element of fun and joy into it. Um, don't beat yourself up if you don't do things as quickly as you tell yourself. But, you know, the, there's nobody's told you that, it needs to be done by a certain time other than your own opinion. So give yourself a break. And we're in a really, really strange time right now. So don't go, e- basically go easy on yourself, you know, give yourself a good, good hearty hug. <laughs> oh, I love the sound of that. Thank you so much for inspiring us and sprinkling a heady dose of fairy dust on us <laughs> for this special edition of the podcast. It's been wonderful. And You're um, so welcome. Perhaps we could um, invite you back on again in the future to give I us some updates. And oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much to our special guest for this week, Mary Claire Ashcroft, Professional Rebel. Thanks also to Dr Stephen Kenyon Owen for the music which brings the podcast to life. And a hearty thank you for listening. We hope you enjoy it and get something out of it. That's why we're here. Please do get in touch if there's anything you want to share with us or any subjects you think we should cover in the future. If you want to listen to any other episodes, we're in the usual places, iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, and we're all over social media via the We Are Chester channels. Anyway, take care, stay safe, and we'll see you soon. (laughs) 